Hello sci-fi fans, this is Eve Miles from Torchwood and you're listening to the Sci-Fi Diner podcast. It's awesome. You're listening to the Sci-Fi Diner podcast, serving the latest news in sci-fi multimedia. And now, your hosts, Scott, Miles, and Anna. Your table is ready. Live long and prosper. This is the captain. We have a little problem with our entry sequence, so we may experience some slight turbulence and then explode. I got a bad feeling about this. Walter, put the cow away, would you? What is this place? It's a freak show. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. This is our listener feedback show, and we'll be talking about a little bit of news as well. But this is a show where we're talking about the shows that you're watching and the things that you're into. And we're going to talk a little bit about some news tonight and an event that Miles and I had the, I guess, the sadness of witnessing, I guess. Uh, maybe all. There's a couple different ways we can view that. And we're going to talk about that here in a little bit. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Herzog. And good evening. I am Miles P. McLaughlin. And we have no clue where Emma's at. She was. We were chatting with her just a few minutes ago when we tried calling. I don't know. You know, who knows? The gods have not been uh, nice to us tonight, I guess. But but if MJ hops on and... Uh, oh, hey, I see her messaging. She's on a hold. I'm not sure what's going on here. Come on, Emma. You can make it. Yeah, we, we, we will invite her into mm-hmm. the call. So... Um, but Miles, let's go ahead and uh, talk about how in the heck are you doing? Doing fine. Uh, I'm enjoying a lot of good sci-fi on TV and some movies. Um, watched uh, Transformers Four. Uh, and what did you think? We talked about this mm-hmm. in the last show, but what did you think of Transformers Four? I didn't have really high expectations. Well, from hearing M's review of it, um, but I still wanted to see it. I mean, the worst that. You know, giant robots that transform to cars and other vehicles fighting each other gets is at least entertaining. So right. I still wanted to see that. So I enjoyed it. It was you like the Dinobots. Dinobots were were awesome. <laughs> I I also liked what they did with um what they did with the revived Decepticons. Basically, um, basically Galvatron is the um, reincarnation of Megatron, um, but. If anybody watched the Transformers movie back in the mid '80s, that's a throwback from that because uh, basically Galvatron is the is the is the Megatron upgrade. Right, right, mm-hmm. very good. Um, so we also saw it last night. We watched Divergent. We we aired that trailer um, probably about a year ago when, when it first came out. Right. Uh, Kate wins was was starting. Did it. you like it? My wife and I enjoyed it. She she's reading the book right now or, or listening to the audio. And uh, I recently purchased a, a Star Trek uh, novel through um, going to our our webpage, the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast, and going to the Amazon link and uh, buying a, the, the latest uh, Star Trek Voyager novel from Christian Beyer, who we you, you and M had a chance to uh, talk to a little while back. We did, we did. And I uh, mean, I buy lots of stuff through that Amazon link, and it mm-hmm. kind of throws a little bit back toward the show when we do that. So I always, uh, I always appreciate when you, the listeners, do that, and it's one of the places I stop just to kind of. Uh, Kind of guess pay pay ourselves back a little bit. Yes, it is. Yeah, but you know, Miles. Before we go further, you know, we had the sadness. Um, we were watching the Antares launch. Antares launch tonight. Um, 
and it's the night we're recording. So whenever this airs, it'll probably be a day or two after that. And, um, you know, we were expecting, we could see it. I watched this, I watched them launch from Virginia before from where we're at and we were able to see quite a bit. It was a bit cloudy tonight, but we were hoping to at least see part of the launch and um, exploded on the pad. And I guess that's uh, it's, it's sad. At least there was no one hurt, and they confirmed that. Yeah, no, no, no injuries or fatalities, which we're grateful for. Yeah. Um, but um, you know that they were, from what I understand, they were sending supplies to the International Space Station. So that's unfortunately not going to get those supplies right away. Uh, but they do have other rockets. They were they were even talking about <coughs> another launch, mm-hmm. not tonight, but uh, you know in the future and. Obviously, that pad is kind of toast. If you have seen the footage of it, if you haven't, go look up the footage. It's it's kind of awe-inspiring, and when you see this, and this is a part of, it's no surprise, when we explore space and we send rockets up, we are human, there's human error, and stuff fails sometimes, and it's all part of this reach to go to the stars and you try to minimize the failures as much as you can, but mm-hmm. they still happen. And this is just evidence of it. And, uh, yeah, even in 2014, sometimes our rockets are not going to launch. Um, it was, it was, it did launch for a little bit, but then it exploded in, in midair. And yeah, then what came... about 50 feet, maybe a hundred, uh, maybe more, maybe it was more than that, but it was mm-hmm. quite a few feet off the pad before it, lit up and crashed fell the down and exploded and it was quite the explosion and mm-hmm. um yeah we were hoping we were looking forward to some maybe some, a little bit of real science before we shifted into science fiction but uh that's about as real i guess as we're uh we're we're gonna get mm-hmm. uh well hopefully when we can bring Anna, Emma in here we'll get maybe her thoughts and i imagine she was watching it or in tune with that and we'll get some of her thoughts in the entire line launch mm-hmm. uh my sci-fi world i'm behind in doctor who it's the only thing i was kind of watching i did um um em saying she has computer problems so uh we're gonna kind of uh we'll work with her when she comes on um uh, I-, I have been reading the wheel of time series i just finished book nine and people have said it's kind of ponderous and okay just to give you an idea of how I viewed the book and how lightly I've been reading it is I ran, I just ran Sunday a marathon. It, it, it took me about four to five hours, four, four, five hours to finish. And there was a lot going on during the race. And it was, this is one of the books you can kind of tune out and tune back into and not miss a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you still can easily figure out where the story, um, uh, where the story's uh, working uh, on here. But, 
So anyways, I've been enjoying that series, and that's about as much science fiction as I've watched, I believe. I don't mm. think I've seen a lot else mm. science fiction. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I haven't... I'm behind Doctor Who, as I said. I got partly through the episode where they shrink the TARDIS, and that's about as... And so I'm not... I, I'm not even... I, I can't even give you any opinion on the episode. I mean, I'm not watching any other shows. Um, and... Yeah, that's mm. about my sci-fi world is that. I began reading my son, The Hobbit, again. We kind of took a break from that, and so that's kind of cool. And uh, just downloaded some new episodes of Star Wars Rebels. I can't wait to watch it with him. And... Yeah, I, I wish... I, I You have to have a subscription to Disney XD if you have cable, and I don't, so I might have to wait a little while before I can watch the rest of that. Then if you can buy it on Amazon or in, mm -hmm. if you really want to, I guess. Right? There's other ways, and I... I, I I think I'll probably just wait till it gets available on Netflix or something. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's talk again. M's having some computer issues here, but um, let's talk some news that just kind of broke today. Miles, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. uh, do you want to talk a little bit about this news? So we have some Mar news from Marvel, which is exciting as far as the, the, their new and upcoming um, movies. And we know this isn't a news show, but we got to throw this in because it just broke today mm -hmm. and... It'll be fairly current when this comes out. Mm -hmm. So Marvel's Phase 3 revealed. Uh, Captain Marvel, which I'm having a little trouble with that one because uh, Captain Marvel is a DC character. Black Panther, C C Civil War, and more. All right. And so why are you having problems with uh, Captain Marvel? DC because it's DC? Well, well yeah. I mean, uh, he, I mean, Captain Marvel's a good guy, of course, but he and Superman have had... Um, their uh, conflicts before, and we've seen him, you know, work with DC superheroes. So I wonder, I wonder if it's a misprint or or something. Uh, I, I don't know what, what what's going on here, Captain Captain Marvel, and, and and the Marvel universe. It's just they're they're apples and oranges here, right? Um. So yeah, I you know we are kind of excited here. Civil War, the new Captain America movie, Black Panther. My son's kind of excited about Black Panther. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel is the one that you are a little bit ambivalent about, right? Exactly. I just, I, I'm not sure. I'm going to have to do some research. I don't, I don't know what's going on there. I don't know if it's the same Captain Marvel from the uh, um, DC Universe or... Different character altogether. It's a female, female superhero movie from Marvel and pipeline. Captain Marvel. See, they there is a Captain Marvel. Okay, that's female, in the, in the Marvel universe. It must be it's totally. It's with with Ant Man, Pixie. Okay, and um, she's kind of there. I think I'm right in that. I'm pretty sure I'm right in it. But you probably are. Yeah. So two Avenger movies: Doctor Strange, The Inhumans, and. Marvel's films have earned seven billion at the global box office, so they are set to rake in some more. And what I also heard was uh, our, you know, uh, the guy who played Khan in the last Star Trek movie. Uh, he's going to be making his uh, superhero debut, playing uh, Doctor you know, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, mm -hmm. and that's that's obviously going to be cool. So uh, anything Cumberbatch is going to be, it's going to be good. Oh, absolutely! We saw a great interview with him, didn't we? Absolutely, yeah. and. Hello. Hey, hey, how Am. are you doing, Em? I'm good. I got the computer working. Yay! Yay. Yeah, we started recording. 
You did? Well, just the listener feedback. It's nothing, nothing huge. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. But you know what? I, I have a question to ask you. Yeah. Did you watch you and Terry's launch? I did not. Yeah. Um, we were watching in our yard, and the and the thing exploded on the launch pad. It did. Oh yeah! Just go. Just gets breaking news right now. You should hop. Just hop on anywhere. Just type in "in Terry's launch," and you'll see. Hugely, it, it like it like launched about I don't know 100 feet in the air, and the thing exploded. It was quite. Yep, there's a nice big picture on Yahoo. Unmanned space rocket. Space rocket. <laughs> Spacecraft, idiots. It's not 1952. Um, explodes upon launch. Yeah. All right. Oh man, I know the guy. I actually, I, I am, I have met a guy who works on that. Yeah. He or, or worked maybe... on the craft itself and some of the payload. He, he must not be happy right now. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. You said work or worked past tense. No, I'm just kidding. Uh... He helped. He like he spent the like the last year working on it. Yeah, that's because they take about eighteen months to build everything, and well, you know, you look at that really... sort of thing, and at least no one was injured. There was no injuries, no one was hurt in this launch. Uh, but I that's still, know. I mean, it's still that's a lot of that's a lot of resources that have kind of you know people up in the space station expecting it that they aren't going to get it, but but yeah. Well, and it's it it was a, the from what I understand it was regular um, replenishment payload, but then there was some scientific equipment on that thing too. Yeah. So there, it just really sucks. Yeah, it does. Because now they have to scramble to get another to get another delivery up there. Yeah, I think. I, and it was. Go ahead. It was explained to me that when when they launch those those um, when they launch from Wallops Island. It's right there, and it's on the beach. And then they load they load the payload onto the craft, and they ha it's beautiful out there. It's absolutely beautiful. That for the guys on the ISS, when it when it docks, and then the collars all locked, they all get together and stand in front of the doorway. So when they open the door, they get to smell that fresh air, that fresh beach air. Oh, that's awesome! Isn't that amazing? <laughs> that is awesome. I didn't know that. Thanks for yeah, sharing that, Al. You're welcome. No, it's something. Awful. It was um, someone who I I know through a friend, and then this weekend, um, uh, he I was at an event with a bunch of people that, and oh yeah, well that's the guy. That's the guy who runs Mission Control for um, for the rocket. Oh, that's awesome. And then Keith told us a little bit, told us that little blurb about how they all stand in front of the door. That I just my heart breaks now, not yeah. just because like oh my god something blew up, but it just breaks because that's imagine I mean you're you're sitting there breathing canned air for months at a time. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. My understanding is there's a there's another rocket that is scheduled to launch sometime that they will probably put some stuff on, but they were they were yeah. just talking about briefly that this this explosion would not affect another launch that was happening. But I tell you what, if you looked at picture, if you looked at the live feed of NASA, it's, that launch pad looks pretty decimated. So, yeah, uh, there's but, a couple. I think there's there there's like two big ones and one small one out there. Yeah, but I could be wrong. I could yeah. be wrong. Yeah, well, obviously sad. Um, and how in the heck are you doing? I mean, obviously you've had some computer issues tonight, but how how how's how else are things how else is things are things going for you? Um, I'm lovely. I'm lovely. Did you just record all that for our wonderful listeners? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> if you're fine I'm with that, good. I mean, I can edit it out if you want. But no, no, I love that. I love sharing the story about the ISS crew. I think that's um, awesome, actually. 
Because Orbital, the, one of the companies that works on it, is about 10 miles away from here. That's awesome. Here in the Dallas Corridor, there's a bunch of the, those kind of companies. Yeah. But I'm good. I'm, you know, catching up on all my TV, catching up on getting ready to go see Interstellar next week. I know. Uh, I know. That looks good. Uh, it looks amazing. I'm very, very excited. They're showing it at the Udvar Hazy um, Air and Space Museum a couple days before the release date. So we're going, and it's very exciting. That is awesome. Um, what else? I have furthered my hatred of Gotham. Okay, all right. I've watched all. I think it's five episodes now. Six. I I just feel like that they're they write like we're like we the audience are idiots. Uh, I love Flash. I don't know. I don't know. Are we doing that part yet? Do you want to know? Oh uh, yeah, you can tell us a little bit about what you're watching. That's fine. Okay. So I'm. I think Flash is adorable. It's well written. It's a good pace. There's some. There's a lot of information that dropped in these, uh, these episodes. I think it's the first three. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, but it lo- It just. It looks really cute. Um, what else? What else is on my sci-fi radar? That's pretty much it. I'm almost done with the first book of of um, Game of Thrones. Finally. No, oh my God! No. It's so long. <laughs> the audiobook which makes it even feel longer <laughs> um, and then I've also been doing a lot of gaming on my with my new headset which is fantastic yeah um, I'm about to start playing uh, Magicka uh, so I'm curious if there's anybody there playing I'd love some love to have somebody to run around with in the world yeah um, but I still as I understand it um, so message Emma on Facebook or something yeah, I'll put it up on Facebook, and just getting ready for Halloween's. Yay! What are you? Are you? Are you getting dressed up? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't have anything. I'm yeah. going as a as an as someone in search of a of a job. There you go, a, a jobless <laughs> person. Uh, yeah, but we want to see. Don't we? Don't we want to see what people are wearing for Halloween? We do. I think it'd be really great to see. We've got a lot of great, a lot of creative, fun, nerdy people out there. We should have some sort of picture contest. Yeah. Well, you know what? We have this RDA photo to give away. <gasps> Richard Dean Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wait, is Miles there? I am. Miles is here. I am. What? Miles, hi. <laughs> you so. haven't said anything. How are you? I'm doing well. I, I said hello to you. Well, hello, but mm-hmm. we're just, you know... Scott and I are like two old women. We can yammer all day. <laughs> Here, that's Scott. You're like an old woman. Yeah, you heard her. You heard her. You mm-hmm. heard her. We can yammer all day. <laughs> um, well, so I think what we're going to do is we'll post this on Facebook, too. And this episode will be out before Halloween. Uh, but if you are dressing up for Halloween and want to post your photo to our Facebook page, we will uh, come to consensus on which we, we, we actually think are going to have two prizes did you say that you got an Eddie picture at? Yes, I did. I got an Eddie McClintock's uh, um, sign, uh, autograph signed photo of him. Yay. He's so adorable. And we have a Richard Dean Anderson. So basically what we'll do is we'll pick a winner and a runner up and whoever, whatever, whichever picture the winner wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one will get the other one and they're both good prizes. Absolutely. So, um, so we'll post that. And, and will you do me a favor and post that to the, to the uh, Facebook 
I am typing it as we speak. Nice. Awesome. And so we'll do a little bit of contest that way. And, you know, I guess, are we going to allow people to put like, their kids up there? Is that cool, too? I think so. I think if there's like a big, a really fun, big family picture where you all nerd out. My friend Leslie, actually, I have a picture to share. She and her twin girls and her little baby boy and her husband have the best family picture the best and i will be posting that she gave me permission to share with everybody awesome. um so anybody who's got i think like a really great costume if you have a family costume that'd be really cool too yeah awesome awesome very good so we'll post that and uh wishing you the best this halloween uh, we got we also talked right before you got on uh, the news about marvel that broke today did you follow it at all um about the the Marvel news about the, the new about Captain and I'm sorry Captain Marvel Black Panther and like some new like the the third arc of the Marvel movies is, has leaked out right absolutely so a any thoughts on that at all do you care uh... I'm excited I definitely care I definitely definitely care I think they've done something really amazing I love um, Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. I know. I love the concept of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. How mm -hmm. amazing is that? Another another Captain America, another um Ooh. another Thor. Awesome. Black Panther, that's a character you don't get to see very much, but if anything, the people at Marvel Studios, they've definitely got their their people together. I mean, look at what happened. Guardians of the Galaxy was the notion of a, of a writer internally who thought it'd be neat to make a movie, and then she continued to work on it, and then it got some momentum, and they're like, oh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 done an ama it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So I, I, I have no doubt that this will be unbelievable. And the Inhumans. Yes. Which I've ju just started learning about. I'm super impressed that they have this clocked out for the next four years I mean I, Marvel Studios has definitely got their stuff together and the folks at DC have really got they need to pull it out next year's uh, Batman versus Superman has got to be amazing right. they're probably all in their offices right now scrambling they probably are they probably are and what is uh, I'm not familiar with the Inhumans what's that about so I am not either. I'm actually I've been googling. It was mentioned to me. It's kind of a neat team up. It's of metas, mm -hmm. but it's just it's something more. Give me just one sec. Well, while you're while you're looking at it, I think the thing that I really liked about the lineup that they, they introduced Captain Marvel. So we're gonna have a, one of the very first female superhero movies coming out of the Marvel franchise. Yes, and um, I did a little more searching. Yes, there is a female Captain Marvel in the Marvel universe. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I think that that's kind of cool that mm -hmm. they're bringing that out as a movie. So the Inhumans, this is okay. I am remembering correctly. They're, they're, they're metas that were, they were fabricated of sorts. And someone, I'm sure there's somebody out there who can give me more detail, but it was a group of people that were trying to, to, in, to move themselves past the evolutionary boundaries and it it came about during one of the big wars. Um, oh my gosh, I can't remember. They used to be involved with the Fantastic Four at one point. Okay. Where some of them were. Um, I want to say that's maybe where Quicksilver came from, but I don't think that's right. Yeah. 
And I don't know but enough about the universe, but but still very cool. They're just there's so much there's so much richness in that universe, and they're not sticking to one dude or another dude. They're doing the team ups. They're doing all the guys. This is something that DC should have done and had the opportunity to do, but didn't do it well. Yeah. Not that I have an opinion on that. No, no, definitely. No, You're just don't. sitting on the fence. <laughs> so, I mean, I wish you'd speak up. Um. <laughs> I know. I'm so demure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, last listener feedback show, if we move on from this, let's talk about some of the TV shows that are out there that, that we, you guys are watching. And I'm not necessarily watching all of these. And we're, we're kind of going to hit some TV shows that we didn't talk about last time, maybe some that came out. And if we hit some that we did, that's fine, too. Um, but let's talk about Constantine. This just premiered. Is that correct? It just premiered? It just came out, yeah. Just yes. premiered. And, and, so and, good. and did you see it? Yes. And what did you think? It was really good. It was much better than Keanu Reeves. I'm going to watch <laughs> it again and again. It's, it's, it, it tells the story. It's a good starter. It's a really good starter. There's more deliciousness to come. That's all I'm going to say. Hmm. Yeah. Did you watch it, Miles? Uh, I did not. I have yeah. way too much on my plate. <laughs> Mike Crete watched it in, mm. from the Gatecast. And uh, my understanding, Miles, before we go into that, you're going to be on the Gatecast in the upcoming episode. Yeah. Next 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 week, I'll be recording uh, with, um, with, with with Mike and Alan for the Gatecast. Um, we'll be reviewing uh, a two-parter uh, Stargate Atlantis episode. Awesome. Awesome. Mm. Well, here's what he says about it. Never read any of the published material and only the movie to give me some idea what the show should be about. But aside, uh, but aside apart from a few nice set pieces, it fell well short of the standard set by the other shows in the genre. So that's his opinion of it. Uh, do you want to read what uh, Jen M said, uh, Miles? Sure. Uh, Jim N had, had this to say about Constantine. Yes, it was okay. I, I've never read the comic series, but it's funny, and I wasn't going to say it, but I guess that they can't help a lot of the similarities to Supernatural, LOL, but still pretty good. I like the fact that the girl can see all the souls like that. Very true, very true. Constantine was first. <laughs> did, you want to, uh, did you want to read Matt's comment, M? Sure. So Matt Mather says, good. The, ep the episode seems rushed, though. I love the comics, so I hope they can do it justice. Also, a nice nod to the Helmet of Fate. Which I that have was, no clear what that means. But that was hinted to me. Somebody told me to look that up, and I did not look that up. It's supposed to be something interesting. Well, I do, it, what, it, do you want to look it up, and I'll read the next comment? Yeah. All right. Totally. So Neil Einstein said it was a good start to the series with a lot of calls to the Hell Blazer comic series. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark uh, Verhelden is an executive producer, so that's a good sign for the future. So he was, he seemed positive. So people seemed overall positive, except for uh, Mr. Crate there, who wasn't that impressed. And they seemed to like it better than Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> yep, uh, definitely. Well, they, I know. <laughs> M likes it better than Gotham. <laughs> So, I like poking my eyes out with flaming lemurs better than God. <laughs> I want pictures of that. We should we should like edit like Photoshop <laughs> and that's, poking your head out with eyes out with lemurs with, with uh, Gotham flaming on TV. lemurs flaming so lemurs that yes right. that's right. So flaming. the the helmet of fate is a magical artifact that houses inside the Lord of Order Naboo, not the stupid planet on Star Wars. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is a job and, of things. Oh, do do are you are you? Get out of my classroom. Hey, let me tell you, 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 you haven't heard 
someone do an impression of Jar 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 until you heard Benedict Cumberbatch do his impression of Jar Jar. I never, ever, because I like Benedict and I don't want that to scar me. Yeah, well, he he does do a dead on impression. He does. Absolutely yeah. no, absolutely not. Anyway, oh, and it <laughs> so it works as a symbiont of sorts, allowing the host body to be used by Naboo. Um, to become Dr. Fate. It is Naboo's only anchor to the mortal physical plane. Oh, I get it. So like, kind of like her amulet. I got it. Very good. Very cool. I would like to hear more from the from the fans about the show and what to look for. So super exciting. Yeah. So if you have any tidbits, we would love to hear those tidbits here. If I'm not mis- so mistaken, Dr. Fate was also a, a character in DC Comics. Yes, so this is all DC Comics. So Dr. Fate, thanks to the wonderful world of the internet, more accurately referred to as Naboo, is a lord of order, a supernatural entity and a superhero. And he was previously a member of the Justice Society of America and currently serves as a member of the Justice League with uh, Zatara as his host body. Ooh, hello. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You better take her out for dinner a couple times. Jeez. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you're going to be a host. It's just rude without dipping uh, no, no. fun. <laughs> At least a drink. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. Well, let us know your thoughts as Constantine progresses. Um, so thoughts on the return of Grimm with the season four. Four, four seasons. Wow. I only watched the first season of this. I feel way behind now. Season four premiere of... Uh, Grim, thanks for the memories. And uh, do you want to read what Lee Kemp said, Miles? Lee says, uh, "Poor Wu. I was hoping that someone soon, uh, the guys will, will will tell him the truth that he is not in a good place. I do not believe that the, the caption will will make it back. I think that, I think that was uh, Mom who showed up at, at the at his room, and she will save him somehow. Yeah, yeah." Jason Taylor said, Trouble is my favorite character on the show. Wu was so close to finding out the truth. Have you read, 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 <laughs> can't speak here tonight. Neil's comment? Sure. Um, it's, I see Lee's, I see Jason. Oh, Lee's underneath, I'm sorry. Um, so Neil says, well, the actor's not listed on IMDb page going on to 2015. Am I reading the right thing? Yep, yep. Okay, sorry. Reading, um, so the actor's not listed on the IMDb page. IMDb page. We're all not really good at this today. <laughs> Going into 2015. So this may be it, or he may be returning to life or unlife. Ooh, whatever that dun, means. Dun, dun, dun. And Jen said, thought it was a pretty good start. They always have the grossest looking monsters. And did Captain leave the show? Look forward to next week's app. Look like more stuff's going to happen to Nick. So anyways, we had a we had the opportunity to see uh, Mr. Weir, right, this summer? At, we, yes. Shortly. Mm-hmm. But I didn't get a chance to talk to him except casually mm-hmm. in passing and get him to sign. Mm-hmm. He did and, give me the crazy eyes once, though. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, yeah but that's, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, wasn't, that, wasn't that his normal look? Maybe it is, uh, but uh, the, 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 those are some crazy eyes looking back at me. I was like, say, Em, are you watching Grimm at all? I didn't even ask. I'm not. I tried really hard the first season, and it just it started up kind of slow, and then I got to the point where the dude was a werewolf, and it, it didn't grab me. I'm currently in. Um, I finished watching a couple of things. 
So I might, I think I'm going to put it on the list to power watch and get caught up on and see if I can try it again. Yeah, it's one that I really enjoyed the first season, but again, it was a time thing. So someday when I'm absolutely sick and there's no kids around, I'll work work watching it. That's the other thing with kids around. It's a little bit hard to to see it here. I think some of it's on Netflix. Lock it in the closet. Yeah. Lock yeah, in the closet. Lock me in the closet or lock them in the closet. One of the two. Put them right? in the closet with some juice boxes and a bag of Cheerios and, you know, their folks, I- and the iPad. Folks, as long as we have witnesses. Fine. We have witnesses as to what sort of character M is, just so you know, if you ever have any questions. But <laughs> so uh-huh. uh, you are. Are you watching the 100 again, Miles? I, I am, and I'm enjoying the 100. So tell me about the season two premiere 100 for you. Well, we got to see. Um, a lot of things happened. Um, the, the you know the, what's left the one hundred had to fight off the ground the grounders. Is it more like the seventy five? Maybe it's seventy five left. I, I doubt it's that much anymore. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they're in the sixties. I uh, think they're in the sixties. Are you watching it too, Em? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh. What's your impression, Em? Well, Miles, let let me hear what Miles has to say. Okay. Sorry, I cut Miles. Off. Um, what 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 we saw happen. Um. Uh, Clark and some of them got apprehended by the, the folks from um, uh, Camp Weather, um, and uh, so the, the last scene of, of the last last episode from last season was you see uh, Clark. She's she's in this white room. She's wearing a white, white outfit. She looks like she's either a medical facility or something. Um, so we, we we find out what, what's going on with the, these people at Camp Weather. Um, there's still some characters that were left on the surface. The Ark, well, what's left of the Ark, um, made it to the Earth. Um, and so, um, uh, just, just there's a little lot going on. Um, the folks at Camp Weather, can't, I guess they can't leave their underground uh, facility because they've been underground for so long that their body can't handle um, any ultraviolet radiation or any leftover radiation from the nuclear holocaust. Um, the grounders can handle it because they've been there so long. Uh, the, the, the people on the ark, they've been, you know, going around the earth, and so they've been exposed to ultraviolet radiation. Um, Even higher levels, too, because of where they were. That's why they've been, they've thrived. Right. Uh, we, we do see one mutant. We never saw any real mutants, but now we see somebody look like that got the worst of it, uh, but we just saw him for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot going on in this first episode as far as what, what these people are doing. Um, the one, ja, what was it? Chancellor Jaha is still alive and what's left of the Ark that's still um, orbiting the Earth. And it uh, looks like the mil- whatever military faction is left of the Ark, they seem to be trying to take over. But uh, no, it was, it was a good start to um, you know season premiere. Um, I really liked this show last year. Hopefully they'll, they'll keep, it, keep it good. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. And uh, M, your thoughts? Well, I'm. It was. I'm glad to see that we get to. It's not just the '66 anymore. It's good to see who survived and who hasn't survived the crash. We still don't know about some of the other uh, parts of the ships, though. And then the Mount Weather thing was neat. And the one thing that caught me, that I thought was so well done, is all the people, all everyone, the, all the Mount Weather people. They're just a little bit pale and a little bit weak. They have had no exposure to the sun. So they've had minimal exposure to vitamin D. And that deficiency can really can cause a toll on the human body. And I was at 
being kind of a, a stickler for that kind of thing. Like, there's no sound in space, and people who make movies about space should know that. Um, seeing that, that they went to that level of caring and really understanding the science of what would happen to the human body, living in darkness, living underground, living in fake lighting, it, it that got to me. That was impressive to me. And then... Um, what was neat is what the Chancellor up on the space station, I was surprised to see him still alive, but then at the very, very end, I think the power starts to cut down, cut off, and he starts hearing a baby crying, and that freaked me out. And <laughs> I, I will give them huge kudos. I don't know if there's actually a baby on there. I don't know if he's hallucinating. Either way, it's freaked me out, and I'm ready to watch the next episode. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Jen M said, I thought it was pretty good again. I was glad to see both Bellamy and Finn, is that the way you say his name? Yep. Lived, mm -hmm. lived through the fire. Somebody has got to rescue Clark. It's too bad they couldn't stay and live underground, but all good things can't be too good to be true. Mm -hmm. Kind of creepy at the end with the Chancellor. I would wish for fast death if that were the case. Funny that they called it the 48. Is that how many that was taken? I wonder if that's how many were taken into the bunker. That's what, yeah. that's why my, my suspicion. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Jason Taylor said history suggests when something's too good to be true, it probably is. I hate that the Ark military have immediately taken over. They would do best to follow the lead of the kids that have been surviving there. I agree, and I think that's something that they're going to learn to do. That's going to happen. That once Clark is out, uh, out, of, and there'll be a point where. They're going to rally around Clark because they've been there a whole year. They've been there, well, for me, they've been there a whole year. They've been there a whole season. They know the lay of the land. They understand it a whole lot better. They need to listen to the kids. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, any other thoughts on um, on the 100 here before we move on? I think we covered it. All right. Indeed. Well, last last episode, we talked about Marvel Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D., and we didn't get a chance to really discuss it in full. So, Miles, uh, you're watching it. Em, you're yep. watching it. Em, let's start with you. What what did you think of this week's episode, Head in the Wolf House? What have you thought of this season thus far? So I have been worried about how they were going to get um, um, Simmons out. It's, it's Simmons, right? She's Simmons. He's Fitz. Right. Yeah. How they were gonna get Simmons out, and it just and when they had taken that the Bobby the mocking mockingbird and turned her into an agent with that creepy thing with her eyes wide open and uh, um, <laughs> I was really I was I I'm not sure what they were gonna do and I love I love that the Marvel does that to me I love that these shows leave me thinking there's no way they're gonna get out of this and then they do and that's great that's fantastic and to see that they bring Simmons back. It should be interesting to see what happens with Fitz now that real Simmons, instead of in his head Simmons, is around. Uh, but a really great introduction to the character. We get a lot more about Bobby, especially since it's her ex-husband that is that dude. Um, the guy who I just want to punch in the nuts. Uh, <laughs> God, what's his name? I can't think of it, and it's good. I don't, I don't, I, he, I don't care about him enough to know his name. He's just such a little just such a jerk. Um, <laughs> it was it was a really it, I'm summing up because I it's been I didn't watch it to recently I watched it last week, um, but a great introduction to the character and I'm so glad Simmons is safe. 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. How about you, Miles? Um, I, I'm still enjoying it. Um, the actress playing um, uh, Bobby, she was going to be Wonder Woman in the uh, TV series that never happened. Yeah. Uh, Adrian Padalecki, I think her last name is. but uh, Padalecki. Uh, very, very tall woman. Uh, my wife and I were just thinking, wow, this, 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 this young lady, she's, she's very tall. Yeah. Um, yeah. Neil even made the comment. Nice to see that the once possible wonder woman dropped in on an invisible plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was that thinking was that great. too. <laughs> so, yeah. But Scott Purdy said, Mockingbird Bobby's an instant favorite. Jen M said, I was like, wow, finally got to see it. Adrian, Padalecki, is that the way you say it? Definitely made up for not getting a chance to be Wonder Woman. They did give her her own invisible jet, LOL. Glad they were able to get Simmons out of there with her help. Awesome so far. Um, so she's enjoying it as well. Yeah, you don't, uh, um, as far as leaving Hydra, um, the uh, exit interview is never a good thing. <laughs> if, if you... <laughs> If you if you get caught for spying on Hydra, they, they they don't take that too well. Yeah. That yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah. Well, let's talk about one other show here yet tonight, and then we will uh, we won't talk. There's a lot of shows out there, and and we'll hit some other shows. The next listener feedback and kind of get caught up. But we have some Firefly we want to talk about tonight too. Firefly and. Um, but let's talk about Flash. I know that, uh, Emma, you are absolutely in love with the Flash, as you said earlier. Uh, what are you loving about Flash? Well, I'm not in love. I'm just really entertained and and happy to get a get a get a story that isn't that isn't tucking down to me. That is actually kind of fun and has a character who's young and doesn't have who isn't like super genius or you know, just a complete bumbling idiot. He's just a regular guy with kind of a neat job and he's really smart and this stuff happens to him. He gets hit by lightning, which is actually some sort of remnant leftover piece of of hellacious explosion from um from uh from star uh Star Labs, from Star Labs in in the middle of his city, and I, I'm enjoying that they're telling a really nice story with Barry, and that the characters are all believable, and they're not just, and not everyone is, is it's not just a giant vomit of exposition. It's a it's a story, and I I really enjoy sitting and watching and focusing just on the show because I feel like I miss stuff. But if I just like, I, whereas with Gotham, I can just do stuff around the house and listen because it's 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 just it's all Basil exposition. Mm. It's just constantly, just like I'm an idiot and I need that and I don't. Um, so I'm enjoying the writing. I like the filming, and I like that this last episode some really creepy stuff happened. You get to find out some more about um, the the lead guy from Star Labs. What's his name? That it wasn't, maybe it wasn't an accident. Tom Cavanaugh plays him, yeah. Doctor Wells. Yes. That maybe it wasn't an accident that Barry was hit by lightning. Yeah, yeah. Miles, your thoughts on Flash? I think you would like the show. Uh, oh, I'm sure I would. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to fit it in my day. But, but um, uh... it, it, it exists in the same universe as Arrow, but 
Very different, though. I mean, as far as feel goes, the feel goes, but also Arrow tries to stay based somewhat in reality. Flash, there, there is definitely sci-fi elements. I mean, Doctor Wells. It looks like I'm wondering if he, if this is just my theory that he was the guy in the yellow suit that Barry saw as a child, uh, because he's looking at a newspaper of the Flash that's that's taking place in the future. Uh, so there's time travel, and there appears to be some kind of time travel involved, um, and, and and the fact that you, these metahumans that are out there, um, so it, it's it's not, it's a little less reality based, but not not to the point where it's over the top. Right. Um, it's so, and, and it's like what, comic book sci-fi. It's comic book sci-fi. Um, Barry is figuring out who. What he, who he is, what he can do. They're showing that, like, if he doesn't eat, you know, more often, he's going to pass out. I mean, um, he, uh, that was really cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, the one guy decides to make these special energy bars for him, uh, just to, just so to keep his strength going. So he's learning about his abilities and everything. And there's this one scene where. It looks like everybody's frozen in time, but you know he's just moving super fast, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, but yeah, like I'm said, it, it's great entertainment, and it's not the kind you, you you're working on the house and just having it in the background. You want to watch, you want to see what the heck's going on, right? So it's visually, you need to be there visually. It, it, it's very visual, yeah. It's yeah. very visually. It it tells a complete story. Awesome, awesome. So the second the the um, the supporting characters are all pretty good uh, and interesting. Um, so I love his stepfather, of sorts. The um, detective West, who's been taking care of him, right? And his daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh God, what's her name? Mm, Iris. I I love the dynamic between the three of them. I really really hate um, the, the the detective's partner. Mm-hmm. Not only because he's dating his daughter, but he's kind of a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to have them. <laughs> yeah. You know, they, they make they the ba- other guys look good. Make the, look, the other guys look good. Yeah, balance yeah. each other out. I know. <laughs> he, he's a little swarmy it, though. It it. I like where it's going. I yeah. and I and I know I say that about a lot of things, but and actually I don't not, say not, that about a lot yeah, of things. I'm really Gotham. particular. I'm, <laughs> I want to hear a story. I want to be. I want you to make make me want to watch the show. And if at the end of the show I want to watch. I, and I do. I'm really looking forward to the next episode of Flash. Whereas with Gotham, I just power watch them just to get it over with, so that I could get the story and what they're doing. And it's just we could do a whole show on how much I don't. I just don't get Gotham. I don't understand what they're doing. Oh, maybe we'll have to do that sometime. But uh, if, if you're still watching it when we get back to this, so. <laughs> arrows, arrows, uh, Felicity makes a guest appearance in this oh, week's episode. Yeah, good. They kind of had a little. Kind of little thing going when that's he was on. Right, the, that's yeah. right. That's right. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Well, Chris Hackney uh, wrote on Facebook. He said, "I'm now eighty percent certain that Wells is Zoom. Eddie Thawne has to be the smokescreen for the real villain. Zoom set up so many things in Barry's life to make him the Flash, like killing Barry's mom. He's willing to murder, so it's not likely he's Bart from the future. So many questions." I am stoked. It's got a full season. I'm looking forward to it so, so much. 
So he's obviously into the Flash. Well, now, well, is he, yeah. is he mentioning some comic book lore here? Is all of this mentioned in? There, there is a revert. He's been often reverts the reverse Flash. Basically, he looks like the Flash, except his costume is yellow. But he was a nemesis for uh, okay um, Barry Allen, and, and he and, and he I, and he came from the future. Okay, um, but as far as the, the Wells character now, I mean. He supposedly got hurt in the accident, and he's in a wheelchair, but he doesn't need a wheelchair. I mean, every now and then you'll see him get up and do something when he's by himself or when he's about to you know, kill somebody. So Now, the first time the first time you see him get out of the wheelchair, did that like freak you out a little bit? It didn't freak me out. I was like, okay, he's definitely hiding something. <laughs> um, yeah, that flipped, it fl- I, I just, my first thought was, oh, plot twist. Very yeah. nice. I was very pleased. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Neil said there are there things are still building up. Wells have been has been waiting for centuries? Question mark. He knew the accident was going to birth Flash, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, do you want to read what Jen wrote? Miles? I am not there. I'm no, sorry. I'll read it then. Uh, Jen said, "I thought that Flash was pretty good. Finally, got a glimpse of Robbie Armel, uh, Amel, but not as Firestone Storm quite yet. It's been pretty good. It sounds like they're bringing a lot of different superheroes into this." Is that the way you feel? Is that, am I reading that wrong? I don't Maybe know. we should define a lot. I, guess, I haven't but. seen any other additional superheroes, but as far as... I'm, I'm not familiar with the character Firestorm, so... I, that sounds <coughs> like a superhero to me, or a villain. Yeah, So, but as far as villains go, we are seeing him fight these metahumans, and right. I'm, I'm not sure if some of them are, are from the Flash universe or they, they were just made up for the show. Um, some of our very intelligent listeners will, will know. Yeah. Do we know? Do we know how Flash is doing ratings wise? That's a good question. I'm, I, haven't, I haven't heard. But... I, I haven't heard anything bad. No, well, me neither. Some of, they... the, some of the preview um, ratings have been up because there's talks. I'm already seeing articles about people who are about shows that are already that have only been on for five weeks and are tanking. Um, so according to the Hollywood Reporter, Flash premiere sets CW record for DVR ratings. So that's pretty. That's actually pretty awesome. As of, uh, as of one de- day ago, Deadline reported that it's uh, the most watched CW telecast ever. Ever in live um, plus yeah. seven ratings. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so amazing. Six point eight million total viewers into five eleven plus seven live plus seven ratings. Yeah, so that's awesome. Yeah, so it's gonna stick around. Yeah, well, that's there's a reason they gave it a uh, full season. Nice. All right. Well, is there anything else we should that's pressing that we should talk about in the listener feedback episode here tonight, or should we wrap this up and move into our Firefly discussion? I think no. we should we should move on to Firefly. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We value we value your thoughts on on this episode on about the things that we talked about and about the shows that you're watching. We want to hear from you. You can email us at the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast at gmail.com. Call listener feedback sign. All the stats are on the web page. Visit us on our app at the Zog Pod Collective, and you can um, obviously call us from there and leave us your thoughts. But you can again send us an email or just leave your feedback in Facebook, and we'll grab it right there. But I think that's about it, Miles. All right, take us out. Till next time. Good night and good luck. We'll see ya. Do your dailies. Thank you so much for visiting the Sci-Fi Diner. We hope you enjoyed the food, the service, and the conversations. If you'd like to share your thoughts regarding what we've talked about, 
or tell us what you're watching or reading, flip open your communicators and contact us at 1-888-508-4343 or click the SpeakPipe link at scifidinerpodcast.com or send an MP3 or typed email to scifidinerpodcast at gmail.com. You can also join the conversation on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash sci-fi diner. We'll share your thoughts on our listener feedback show. If you'd like to support the diner beyond the conversation, you can always throw some coins in the tip jar at sci-fi diner podcast.com. <laughs>